Hello, and welcome to A Read This, a podcast emporium by Scrooge and Marley. Coming out of the cold, good sirs, let me show you around. Feel free to listen to any of the podcasts on display. Just whack one of those hearing trumpets into the old tickle me queers. That's a bit of Mr. Scrooge's Cockney rhyming slang. He is. Loves his rhyming slang, Mr. Scrooge. Between you and I, he's not exactly the wokest bloke in the old big smoke. But he can't help who he is, eh? I'm Bob Cratchit, by the way. Or as Mr. Scrooge calls me, knob twat shit. Podcasts? Fucking podcasts? You having a laugh, you Herbert? Podcasts can kiss my Victorian ass, governor. And wrap their gob round these Dickensian background artists nuts. Come on, geezer. Let's mosey down the old king's head and piss up the gaff. Go on, zitty yourself. Uh, <sighs> A Foul Peeper's Christmas Carol. Narrated by me, one of those nice old Scots ladies who's starting to look like Cromwell. It were Christmas Eve in London, that bustling city of pricks, and a dusting of snow was settling on the bricks. The little prick families in their little prick homes were hanging little prick stockings and reading little prick poems. And all like Christmas Eve in Glasgow or down the water of Leith, where the people were fighting or fucking or putting out fires with their teeth. Sorry. It was Christmas Eve in London, and everyone was heading to bed, with thoughts of Santa and his dancing reindeer prancing through their little prick heads. But one shop remained open, the podcast place, Scrooge and Marley, even as the streets were blanketed whiter than a five-pub toilet seat with Charlie. You have been listening to In Our Grime with me, Ebenezer Scrooge. And me, Bob Cratchit. This episode was sponsored, as always, by The Workhouse. The Workhouse. Remember, if you've got any children who aren't in the long run going to be worth the fucking lunch money, then send them down The Workhouse. The Workhouse. Where the gruel is cool and the school is cruel. I mean, social reform, I hear they're improving a lot these days. Oh, sure. And if one of those drooling fools drops dead from his stool, they render him down and use him for fuel. (laughs) No, 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 that's just a joke. Come on, never proven, never, never proven, if, um, if often smelt. They do not use children as fuel, boys and girls. Sure, Bob, how's tiny timber? What? Shut up. And if you don't have any kids but fancy bribing the fat gruel matron into letting you beat one up, then use promo code SCROOGE69 and the first orphan you take a swing at is on the house. The workhouse. SCROOGE69. If you forget the code, just ask your mother about the best night of her life. She'll remember it for you. SCROOGE69. That's what she'll say. Well, happy Christmas, you Dictorians, and God fuck you, everyone. That's how Ebenezer leaves you. SCROOGE out! Uh, One moment, Mr. Scrooge, if I may. I just wanted to say that though it's been less than a year since I took over as your new co-host after Mr... Don't say his name. Marley. Oh, sorry, I sort of already told my mouth to say it. Well, I just wanted to thank you. You've taught me so much, and you've been so understanding with me. 
that it? Well, n- no, since it's our first Christmas special together, and the workload... The workload! Oh, oh. Well, it's been really full-on, writing podcasts, recording podcasts, promoting podcasts, selling podcasts. We've been working such a lot, and I know you have that awful disease, which means you can only work between 5 and 6 p.m. Mm. But you know, Mr. Scrooge, my wife says she doesn't recognise me these days. Yeah, probably just wishful thinking, Bob. So I was wondering, and I hope you don't mind me doing this on air, I was wondering, could I, could I possibly have tomorrow off? What would it be in Christmas Day? Oh, I see, Mr. Cratchit. Well, I do wish you had brought this up off air, but I suppose it will only bring the listeners even more Christmas joy to hear me, Ebenezer Scrooge, say to you, Robert Cratchit, of course you may take off Christmas. Oh, thank you, Mr. Scrooge, sir. I thought that was going the other way for a second. Oh, what? You, you thought I'd, uh, I'd pull the old uh, switcheroo on you? Uh, well, on. well, maybe, sir. Oh, come on now, Bob. You know me better than that. <laughs> I was just nervous, I guess. After all we've been through, Bob, huh? Hey, have some shillings. Oh, look at all those shillings. All yours, Bob. You, you just played a sound effect? No, no, keep it all. Buy your wife something to slut herself up with. Maybe she can come to next year's work's Christmas do. Just you and her and uh, little old me. Sorry I couldn't invite you to this year's, but um, really thought it should just be the old guard, you know. So it was just you then? Yeah, and it was fucking mental. Anyway, have some more shillings. Uh, uh, whoops. There it is. Sorry, I, I just had to um, shoot open my purse. That's very generous. Mr Scrooge, you legend. Uh, not at all, Bob. Was that a sound effect of me saying, that's very generous, Mr Scrooge, you legend? What was that, Bob? I said, sorry, Mr Scrooge, I've soiled myself. Oh, sounds like someone's had a bit too much Christmas cheer. Classic Bob. Classic podcast Bob. Well, Merry Christmas, listeners, and good night. I'm a fanny. Uh, Good show, Bob. When do you even edit those? Marvellous improv at the end there, asking me about Christmas. (laughs) Well, 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 thank you again, sir. No, I mean, it really feeds into the chemistry of us as co-hosts, you know. Makes the listener feel warm, thinking that in real life we're not so much employee and boss, but... Friends. Yes, sir. The key to a successful podcast, Bob, is a completely artificial sense of cosiness. All the greats have got it, and we need it too. We need people to think once a week, just for as long as it takes us to sell them some premium content or a fucking mug, that it doesn't matter that they're stupid or hopeless or malnourished or manacled in a debtor's prison. Because in their ears for that time is a nice, cosy, fireside chat conducted by smiling, twinkly-eyed men. A chat about nothing. Just nothing. Just poking at and fiddling with a subject, like someone looking for a swallowed wedding ring in the wrong turd. The truth is, of course, we're as cosy as a television fireplace. What's a television? Oh, of course, you wouldn't know. You're a poor Victorian. A television, Bob, is something we rich Victorians do for entertainment when we don't feel like murdering a prostitute. The point is, Bob, well done. That little give-you-Christmas-off routine sounded cosy as a hippo's butt plug. Uh, So, wait? Hmm? You you didn't mean it, then? 
about me not editing podcasts tomorrow. Oh no, Bob. Are you still doing a bit? Bob, you need to learn when to turn it off. Right, I'm out of here. I've got three geese and a suckling pig to start cooking. Having a lot of family over tomorrow, sir. Nope, gonna eat the lot myself. Stuff my guts until I puke. What does family Cratchit have for Christmas, Bob? A wren? Who carves the wren? Why am I even still here? It's nearly six. Bye, Bob. I've counted the coal, so don't even think about it. If you shiver hard enough, you'll warm up. Bye. (sighs) So this is Christmas. And what have I done? Recorded a podcast. And now I'm editing one. It's not fair. You wouldn't have treated Mr. Marley this way, I bet. What do these other buttons do? Ambient street noise. Okay. Chill out meditation mix. My name's Bob Cratchit, and I've got fat boobs. Dogs urinate on me because they think I'm a houseplant. So that's why he asked me to say houseplant. And what's this? S&M, oh Jesus. With me, Ebenezer Scrooge. And me, Jacob Marley. Or as we like to call ourselves, S&M. Ah, yeah, like the, uh, like the naughty thing. Oh, phew. He sounds so much happier then. Maybe Marley's death hit him harder than he lets on. Or perhaps he knows more than everyone else. After all, they never found a body. Whoops. So Bob worked late into Christmas Eve night, freezing his balls off, sneezing and coughing, as Scrooge made his way home, pausing only to spit on oh. an orphan. Oh, stop! Stop spitting on me, old man! Nothing's coming up! It's just one long string of it wriggling around. Stop it! It's just disturbing. It, look, it looks like the, the tail of something frightened. Stop! Stop trying to spit, please! Your mouth is too dry to pull this off, and the effort is clearly doing you injury. What, what are you doing now? No, no, don't. Oh no, someone help. He's, he, he, he's eating snow to try and give himself something to spit. Don't do it, sir. Oh, you're, you're, you're back now. Look, look, you've given yourself brain freeze. You look, you look grotesque. Stop. This is such an appalling visual. If only this was just radio and not real life. Scrooge spoke not a word, but continued to spit like a crazed and demented nightmare St. Nick. Then laying a finger aside of his nose, he took a deep breath and let fly a few blows. No! Now you're starting to snot on me! Ah! But again, you must be very low on fluids. Look, you're bleeding! You really must hydrate more, sir. Please stop! At last, Scrooge was spent and went carolling home leaving the orphan splattered with flame. Bob shut up shop and returned to his wife, shattered as a donkey approaching Bethlehem. God, what a day. Mr Scrooge sure can be a real slave driver. It's all worth it to be back home with you two. How can I complain, though? I'm the luckiest man in the world, with the most beautiful wife, and the bravest son. How's my little guy doing? Fine, Daddy. I'm feeling much better today. All the signs are good, apart from his wretched cough. <coughs> and my dratted, daft old legs. And those silly old crows that keep hopping after me with bibs on. Sure, that's nothing, son. 
How was school? Oh, wonderful, Daddy. We got to choose our subjects for the new year. I can finally opt out of cross-country and Zumba weaving. Mr. Mercedes was getting awfully cross with me for pretending to forget my kit every week. But he just wouldn't ever believe me about my awful cough. <coughs> That's great, my lad. I'm so proud of you. You know what I always say? Never let your illness stop you from being yourself. And now you can choose what you want to do. Not be forced into doing something you don't. That's right. So I've ditched sums and stitch work and gone for kickboxing. Kickboxing? Oh, Daddy, please don't be cross. I was so afraid to tell you, but for my whole short, tiny life, all I've ever wanted is to kickbox. But for kickboxing, Tiny Tim, you need legs. Confidence and plenty of heart. Just like you've always said. I can do anything if I believe in myself. That's right, isn't it, Daddy? Yeah. Hooray! I'm going to practice. Ooh. Bye, son. Good, 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 good night, son. I'm okay. Oh, my darling wife. What can we do to discourage him? Nothing, Bob. He's doomed. I've already ordered a coffin from Mr. Fiddlestiffs. Don't talk that way, sweetheart. It can't be that disastrous. No, you're right. It wasn't. Didn't even have to pay for a full-sized coffin. Said he could just repurpose the gift box his cufflinks came in. We can thread his... <laughs> we can thread his daft little legs into the... <laughs> we can just thread his daft little legs into the cufflink slits. Make a show of it. That way, if some of them grave-robbing bastards make a go for him, when they crack the box open, up pops the little dead cripple and they'll have the shit scared out of them. Honestly, I don't know where you get your gallows humour, pet. We'll just have to dissuade the little soldier, that's all. Well, it's too late tonight. We've already hung stockings and said hymns. Least you've got tomorrow off to try and make him see sense. <laughs> tomorrow? Yes, I'm, I'm afraid, my love, that something... Ah, oh, fuck's sake, Bob. I reasoned with him, darling, believe me. Oh, bloody perfect. I wish I could be there, really. <laughs> Who's going to carve the wren? I'll, I'll leave instructions. Nah, nah, Bob, that's too much, you hear me? Too much. A husband not being with his wife and son on Christmas Day for some fucking podcast. Listen to me, Bob Cratchit. I don't care if you do lose the job. You're going round to that old bastard's house right now and telling him I am not coming into work tomorrow. But, love... Now, Bob Cratchit. Or I'll never let you snog me again. At. So out went Bob Cratchit, back into the cold, cos a husband in London does what he's told. Not like a real man from Peoples, or a fella from Kirkcaldy, who bollock naked on Hogmanay paint their pricks blue and white and pick a fight with somebody. Sorry. Bob walked through the streets, through the slums and through all, and before too long had arrived at Scrooge Hall. So you see, Mr Scrooge, I, I just won't take no for an answer. Well, you've been very impressive, Bob. I stand chastened by your argument. Take tomorrow off. Hell, take the rest of the year. And I'll see to it in January. You have a raise. Oh no, Mr Scrooge, that I can't accept. Please, Bob, I insist. Aren't you listening, old man? I said no. Keep your money. I'll continue on a voluntary basis as before, and that's the end of it. Perfect.
Well, here I am. Scrooge Hall. God, what a grim-looking place. And I live in a literal shithole. Trespassers will be mummified. I'll take my chances. Wow, who is this new Bob? Okay, here goes. Mr. Scrooge? Maybe if I try round the house. Mr. Scrooge? It's Bob. New Bob. Here to jolly well give you a piece of my mind. Hello? Ooh, window. There he is, look. It's Mr. Scrooge. Quiet old Bob. Let's listen. Ah, bugger me gently by the seaside, bugger me gently by the sea, oh, pissed, pissed, properly pissed, nothing quite like being properly pissed. He's blind drunk. Who needs Bob Cratchit anyway? I can carry the podcast all on my pissed. I'll do one right now. Home studio, motherfuckers. A Christmas present from me to me. Me won't mind if I open it early. Okay, here we are. You are listening to the all-new Eber Network, Nonstop Scrooge. All the sound effects in the world, all royalty-free, uh, except this one. We are not amused. So, um, so, aha, uh-huh. what, well, sir, what, what shall we talk about, eh? Uh, f- favourite, favourite graphic poems, uh, top ten ripper theories, Florence Nightingale, pass it on. Um, uh, I, I don't know, I'm not, I was never really the ideas guy. What's that? Uh, who's there? Show yourself. Oh, fuck, it's not Florence, is it? Florence the Ripper. Ebenezer Scrooge. Jacob? Tis I, Ebenezer. But, but how? You died. And and what's with all the chains? I know we called ourselves S&M, but that is taking it to another level. Can't believe what I'm seeing. You have done terrible ill, Ebenezer. What? When? You must change your ways or suffer the consequences. Be gone, kinky phantom. Be gone. He's... Somali. All along. Pull yourself together, old Bob. Never seen a man talk to himself before. Never so elaborately knew Bob, playing his own sound effects and that. Somali never existed. That's right, and Scrooge is a mad old man who talks to himself. Perhaps, old Bob, we can spin this to our advantage. Bob Cratchit hatched a plan to connive a day off work by pranking his batshit old boss and driving him further berserk. He's already haunting himself, quoth Bob. So I'll haunt him to benefit me. I'll dress as the ghost of podcast past, present and podcast to be. Ach, I know, but just go along with it. It's reaching, I know, I know the feeling. 
but any smart comments and I'll smack you so hard you'll leave bite marks on the ceiling. Oh, I'm such a huge admirer of your work, Miss Nightingale. Scrooge! Oh, no, I'm, doing, I'm supposed to do a voice. <coughs> Scrooge! What? what? Who are you? I am the ghost of Podcast Past. Really? You look a bit like... Silence, you shriveled old dust nugget. I am here to deliver your reckoning. Oh, I should really stop ordering stuff drunk. That's the least of your worries, dickhead. Let me remind you what your podcasts used to be. Is that my home studio you've wrapped around yourself? No, these are my ghost clothes. Now listen, while I press buttons on them. What's this red one? Music Q1. Good, thought so. Well, thanks, Mr. Scrooge. I so enjoyed my first show with you. Hey, Bob, why are you such a fucking comedian and friend? You make it really easy, Mr. Scrooge. I I guess we've just got a great dynamic. You know what I told my friends down the knocking shop? You think she's good? Bob Cratchit can suck seed at anything he puts his mind to. I guess what keeps it fresh is neither of us working too hard. As, as long as we have a nice break, like especially over Christmas, we're always hungry for it when we get back together. Sure, Bob, you blithering genius. You see, Ebenezer. That doesn't sound like something I'd say. Focus on the nice break for Christmas bit. Uh, okay. Care to expand? No, but my colleague will take it from there. Now he's beginning to lose his voice, so might struggle to wake you up. Be a doll, and set an alarm for about half an hour, will you? All right. Anything I should be worried about? Oh, yes, Scrooge. It's not my doctor, is it? Because I've been avoiding that guy like the plague. Which is ironic, because I have failed to avoid the plague completely. Hello? Oh my god, he's gone. Well... I'm sure that's the last of three ghosts I'll be seeing tonight. What? Ebenezer Scrooge. I am the ghost of Podcast Present. Come with me, Scrooge. We're going to take a little stroll. Oh, but but all I'm wearing is a pyjama dress and my iconic nightcap. Too bad, asshole. Ho, 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 ho. Out we go. Now don't worry, no one will be able to see us. No one's going to see an old guy in pyjamas and someone with podcast equipment tied to his chest. No, ho, 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 ho. Ghost clothes. They won't see us because we're invisible, Scrooge. I am simply showing you... What your podcasts are like to normal people. They won't see you, but you can see them. So that orphan over there, he can't see us. Oh, oh God, no, haven't, haven't you done enough? No, no, he's just a mad orphan shouting at nothing in the later stages of hypothermia. You could spit on him, and he wouldn't feel it. Well then, what's the point? So, where are we going? To the house of your hard-working and holiday-deserving co-host, Mr. Robert Cratchit. Oh, no. Is this... 
Is this going to be all depressing Ken Loach stuff? Only if you let it, Scrooge. <laughs> Here we are. Now remember, Scrooge, they can't see us. Look at those two. Bob's wife and Bob's son, plugged into their hearing trumpets, listening to their favourite podcast. Mother, why does Daddy get bullied so much on this podcast? Well, he's a sort of straight man type, Tiny Tim. They tend to get bulldozed by the pricks. When I grow up, I want to be a straight man. Uh, fat chance of that with a name like Tiny Tim. you got twink written all over you, son. She's not wrong. Is that you, Bob? I thought you said she couldn't see us. Daddy's home for Christmas. Hooray! Alas, Scrooge, she cannot. She only thinks she sees her husband and he his father standing just where we are now. Why do they think this? The fuck are you wearing, Bob? And who's that nasty old creep? Because she hasn't seen her husband in months, Scrooge. And as we speak, he is at the podcast emporium, editing your show. Hmm. Shame. Yes, it is. Shame we can't touch them. She's pretty hot, Bob's old lady. What the hell is going on, Bob? Answer me! No, n- no she isn't. You what? I-, I mean, I mean, yes she is. She is beautiful, but but she's taken. Have I got two daddies now? Oh, come on, ghost. Can't we just head upstairs and watch her in the tub or something? Okay, time to go. Come on, it's Christmas, ghost. Out! Yeah, get out, devils. Tim, defend your old ma. All right, D- take this. <laughs> Come on, out. Ooh. <laughs> that that was quite something, wasn't it? I'm I, I'm sure he'll be fine. I, I really wasn't sure where to look. Do his legs? Do you think the bones are just are just, just like loose in there, or are his legs just like sausage casings? I have no idea. Because it wasn't even clear to me, Ghost, if they were. I mean, if they could be, I guess, classed as a solid. I mean, if you let go of them, w- would they pour? Do they inflate? I mean, can he even control them? Can he communicate with them? Because he seems like half a child balanced on top of a house of cards, if the cards were made of spit. <laughs> Scrooge, I am the ghost of podcast yet to be. My colleague says sorry about slapping you, but he only looked sort of sorry. Up you get. Now, what did you learn from your last visitation? Uh, that... Bob Cratchit is punching way out of his league. No. Think harder, Scrooge. Uh, Okay. That maybe... Maybe I should have let Bob go home sooner, I guess. That's better. Can I go home now? Not just yet, Scrooge. Look around. Where are we? Uh, Oh, at my shop. The podcast emporium. Why are the lights on? Now, Scrooge, I'm going to show you what your podcast will become. If you carry on this way, go inside. But but wait, let me go inside first. Give me five or ten, fifteen minutes to set up the vision, and then come in. But how will I make that an easy transition? It'll just be dead air, or me talking to myself, or a weird Scottish poem, or a... (laughs) 
Damn those five to ten minute knockout punches. Oh well, in I go. What the hell? Hello, it's Bob Cratchit here, recording live from the possible future in which Scrooge remained a hard taskmaster, then died, leaving the podcast in my hands, and being so overworked I fell into making lazy, repetitive content on a massive scale. And welcome! First up, we've got some wacky sound effects. Oh, how wacky! Next, I'm going to tell you my top ten penny dreadfuls of 1843. But first, here's a breezy anecdote about something that happened to me recently that could happen to you. By the way, always be yourself. Do you see now, Scrooge? Do you see what will happen if you carry on? Yes. Oh, God, yes, it's terrible. Please, spirit, or or sound effect, this doesn't have to be the way. This, this is your future. Your podcast's future. It will be ruined. Bob will be overworked, and Tiny Tim will die. Oh, well, small mercies. But no, I beg of you, spirit, let this not be the way. Tell me this is not the way things shall be, but the way things could be, only. Have you learnt your lesson? I have, spirit, I have. When you awake, Scrooge, change your ways, 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 ways. But I am awake. Mr. Scrooge? Bob? Is that you? What what are you doing on the floor of the shop? I thought you were I thought you were at home eating all that geese and pig today. I've I've had the most curious dream. But Bob, what day is it? Why it's Christmas Day, Mr. Scrooge! Why don't you go home? Leave me here to work all day on Christmas Day. My wife's already ordered Tiny Tim's coffin. Oh no, Bob. There's going to be some changes around here. What? Yes, Bob. I've had a vision. A Christmas miracle, Bob. If we keep working the way we have, I'll die having never known what it is to make a podcast worth listening to. So so what did the ghosts teach you to do differently, Mr Scrooge? Those ghosts taught me to act like Bob Cratchit and punch above my weight. Way above. No more cosy arse wash and talking about guff for us. From now on, Bob, you and I are going to be serious podcasters. We're going to buck the market by doing the nichest thing no podcaster has ever dreamed of doing. We're going to record podcasts with no filler, Bob Cratchit. Uh, okay. No filler at all. We're going to be serious men. We're going to uh, we're, we're going to talk about some really really heavy shit. Like like we're going to get into the Hollow Crown. We're going to talk about Nabokov, Adam. I mean Bob. We're going to talk about Muriel Sparks and more because last time we we did go on a bit. We're going to talk about her in a in a more structured and interlaced way. We're going to talk about modernism, Adam, Bob. About Wolf, Elliot, James Joyce. And we're going to be more regular with it. We're going to get listeners, maybe. And through it all, we're going to record a seemingly daft literary comedy show that is in fact a veiled swipe at everything futile and stupid about the buck world. And maybe, maybe we'll sell some t-shirts. But they won't be cosy. They'll be tight, heavily cut down and to the point. Bras, basically. Bras. Are you with me, Bob? Well... Great! Send word to your wife, Adam, Bob. You won't be seeing her in a very long time. Starting today, you and I are going to sit here and produce content like there's no tomorrow. This is our manifesto, Bob. 
and we're going to nail it to the door of Podcasting Castle and cry out, Eerie this, and Merry Christmas. Humbug. The sun rose above London, that festering city of pricks. Melted the snow that went trickling down the blood-stained workhouse bricks. The little prick orphans prayed to little prick prophets and sang little prick songs about little prick pockets. Not like Christmas morning can goosey, or in the gruesome streets of Stockbridge, where it's hair of the dog for your hangover followed by bones of the dog in your porridge. (laughs) 